Hello, I'm Emma McQueen, and this is Pricing on the Cake. Welcome to the Pricing on the Cake, the podcast that's all about growing a profitable business confidently. Today, I'm joined by business and executive leadership coach, Emma McQueen. Emma, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Awesome. Glad to have you here. Now, Emma, can you please tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. I have been a business coach for oh, good 20 years. Don't like to say that out loud. It makes me feel very old. <laughs> uh, and I worked in corporate and HR and I am on the Faculty of Women in Leadership Australia. So I love coaching. I especially love coaching women in business because I think there should be more of us. <laughs> oh, I wholeheartedly agree. Can you tell us a little bit more about you know your, your career journey and what brought you into the world of coaching? Yeah, beautiful. Well, I started my career as a recruiter and I went into recruitment to um I went into recruitment to help people. And then I realized, hmm, that's not exactly recruitment necessarily when you work for agencies anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to go and work for um one of Australia's largest charities, World Vision Australia. And I started as their recruitment manager and worked my way around. And um, I stayed there for 12 years, which was awesome. And part of that job was about coaching line managers, coaching people who were having stuff going on. And I loved it and eventually got to coach the executives there. And, um, yeah, and I looked after their talent and succession for Australia and New Zealand and their global stuff. So it was really good. And I loved working for World Vision because everyone knows who World Vision is. The branding's amazing. Uh, But what I really wanted to do was work for myself. I've always had that little entrepreneurial flame. And uh, so I decided to go out on my own. And that was four years ago. And I have not looked back since. It's been wonderful. That's awesome. Awesome. Were there any, was there anything that surprised you, you know, when you first started going out on your own? Because obviously you'd been in business for a long time. You'd gathered all of this knowledge and all of this experience. Was there anything that did surprise you? Oh, I, I, it didn't surprise me, but I worked pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's like, oh, I've got out on my own to have flexibility. And I'm like, have you? Have you yeah, got flexibility? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like the, it's the biggest uh, hijack in history. It's like you, you start your own business to get away from the nine to five and now you just work 24-7, but it's for yourself. So it's flexible. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, yeah. Look, I think um, I finished up on the 30th of November and my husband said to me, oh, what are you going to have? You're just going to take a month off you know, because Christmas is coming and I'm like, no, I've got appointments set up on the 1st of December. And um, I really like relationships. So at that point, I was just like, I'm going to just coach a few people and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I went out and had maybe five, this is when we could, five coffees a day for three weeks. And what I found was, because I had to disengage my brand, my Emma McQueen brand from my World Vision brand, because everyone knew me, Emma McQueen World Vision, right? Kind of came hand in hand. So I just went out and had coffees with them and said, I'm not Emma McQueen World Vision anymore. I'm literally just Emma McQueen. And here's what I can do. And from those conversations, we hit some cool revenue goals. I'm the main breadwinner. So I could do whatever I wanted as long as it didn't mess up with the family's sure. financials. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just hit the pavement and I loved it. And now we do a whole stack of different things than we did when we started. I think when you first start a business, you're like, I can do this, this and this. And then yeah. as you evolve and grow, you start to say no to some things. 
Absolutely. No, I think that's one of the biggest things is that you you get better at realizing like what's going to serve you, what's not, what's going to help you get closer to your mission, what's not. Um, so tell me a little bit now about the, the common mistakes and pitfalls that you see, you know, for women who are coming into the business arena, because, you know, I, I work primarily with women as well. And I agree, I think there should be more of us. I think that, you know, entrepreneurship is uh, an amazing option for women who want to work and have that flexibility in their life as well, but also do something for themselves as well as yeah. uh, for their family and others. Um, what are some of the most common, you know, mistakes or challenges that you find your clients have and what are some of the ways that you help them navigate that? Yeah. So for my corporate clients, so I have, uh, I work with um, women who have their own businesses or might be starting their own businesses. And when I, when I see corporate people come out of business mm-hmm. or come out of that business and start their own business they kind of come in with this I know what I'm doing and mm. I kind of think to myself mm, do you, <laughs> do you really? um, because you've come out of it's like I, I would kill for a, a great tech experience in my own business right because I was very spoiled and everyone's very spoiled who works at corporate they've got their own tech department if something goes wrong just hand it over to the tech department right yeah and when you're in corporate you are a bit spoiled with things like that and so you don't realize that actually there's a shift you need to make Mm. and you need to do all the things and you need to prioritize it I think the other thing is sometimes women start businesses as a hobby or Mm -hmm. a side hustle yes and they get into this kind of situation where they don't take it seriously enough yeah and um i remember i had one client and i said what are you doing for invoicing you know what what's your crm on etc etc she'd been in business for three years okay. and a good business and she said i've just got a spreadsheet i'm like what oh, like, oh no. <laughs> right and i'm like okay and she's like oh you know and there was she was talking about how her husband wasn't taking his business seriously and i had to say to her look if you're working off a spreadsheet instead of an actual accounting yeah. software, um, are you taking your business seriously? Yeah. She didn't love that. But at the same time, no. I'm, I'm not here to make friends. I'm like, I'm here to no. get your results. Exactly. Um, so I see a bit of that as well, that it's this hobby or a side hustle and then boundaries are blurred and people drop in for coffees and all that yes. kind of crap. And I think uh, you need to take yourself seriously. Mm. There's a whole stack of other stuff, you know, out, what happens in our minds, imposter syndrome, can we do it, can't we do it, all that kind of stuff. But I think they're kind of the main things. Are you taking your business seriously and mm-hmm. are you actually looking for the results? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have your sights set on like where you want your business to go and what you want to achieve? That's so It's so important because otherwise you're just having a spaghetti at the wall approach, right? You know, exactly. If you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. What about your what about your clients? What what are they what are their big things? I would say one of the one of the biggest challenges for them is that majority of the clients that I work with, they don't have a background in business. Uh, so they don't they they don't know what they're doing and they also know that they don't know. And then that impacts their confidence and their mindset. Uh, Mm. so there's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of, you know, they they really are the only ones standing in their way. Um some of the other times, similar to yourself, you know, they have partners who are not supportive, who don't take it seriously or who are pressuring them. Like, when are you going to make some more money? Like what's going on? Like, why aren't you like making six figures already after two months? Uh, And it's, it's crazy. And so you're working against not only like external factors, but you're also sort of trying to help them fight themselves in a way, Mm. um, which is, 
really, really interesting. And it's a very fulfilling work, as I'm sure you would know, you know, helping helping women move through those mindset struggles. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about mindset, mojo and motivation. Those are three key words for you, I know. Tell me what these mean to you and why they're so important for, you know, a business and a woman to be successful. Yeah, well, when I first started the business, I was like, what is it that, what are the patterns that I'm seeing in my clients? And they kind of fall, fell broadly into, is it a mindset issue? And I kind of think 80% of what we do is mindset. The rest is mm-hmm. implementation, right? Yeah. If your mind's in a good place and you're doing all the right things, then things happen just a bit more easily. Yes, definitely. And then I thought, so the, the mindset is really important. In fact, that's the number one thing that you would work on. And then Mojo, um, you know, it's the why, why are you connected? What's the impact that you want to have? For me, I want to impact women all over. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we lose our way because we get caught up in the hustle. We get, we lose our purpose. Our purpose doesn't fit anymore. All of those kind of things. So I just really wanted to bring it out in the open and go, actually, let's just connect back to your why. Yeah. And then motivation, motivation is a killer. Everyone's like, I'm so motivated. I'm like, mm, how's that diet going? You know, and I think to myself, <laughs> motivation doesn't last. No. And so, you know, you're motivated to go on a diet, but how many diets do you, after three or four days, it goes yeah. downhill. Yeah. So I talk about, well, you can have all the motivation in the world, but unless you've got some really good strategies, routines, habits in place, mm-hmm. then motivation will fade. And on those days, you just need something to fall back on. Yeah, And so there were really kind of three categories that were important to me. And I've got thousands of stories I could tell <laughs> and put them in those three buckets. And I also, I wrote the book, Go Getter, and I wrote it and I made sure that it was big enough, small enough to fit in a handbag. Yeah, oh, she can nice. take it with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I just really <clears throat> wanted women to go, actually, what is it? What am I struggling with right now? Is it my motivation? Is mm. it my mojo? Or is it my mindset? And they're the questions that I ask uh, when they come to me. You know, what is it? And normally you can hear it when they're talking to you about working with you. They're like, I've got this issue or this is going on. And in my head, I'm like, okay, well, it's a mindset issue. Here's how we're going to help this person. Or if it's a motivation issue, okay, we've got to start put some habit stacking in place so that Mm -hmm. they've got something to fall back on. So I was just fascinated with the three buckets. Yeah, awesome. I'm really glad that you said that about motivation because I think, um, you know, we can get really deceived by the images and videos we see online of those those entrepreneurs with their 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 ads and things and I'm like well, you know lots of us do ads and things but you know the ones where they just they're so energetic and they seem so perfect and so switched on and it's like oh but I don't feel like that all the time and yeah. I mean not that I'm not that I'm famous but like as my group has grown I find that if I'm real about my own struggles with motivation, like if I have a low day, I'll talk about it and I'll be open about it. And it helps people. Like even though it's hard for me to share that, people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you shared this. I'm glad it's not just me. Yeah. Um, you know, it happens to everyone. It doesn't matter how, how successful you are. You know, you are always going to have low days or days where you have no motivation and you just feel like sitting in bed and eating pudding and watching a show yeah um and that's okay and it's okay to let yourself have those days um but you also need to make sure that you know discipline is the other thing as well you need to have discipline there to catch you when motivation isn't there on the day totally agree with you yeah it's oh motivation is an interesting topic hey yeah i could talk about it for hours (laughs) i can tell (laughs) um tell me about the three elements of success according to your book emma Oh, the three elements of sister. So we talk about we talk about clarity, confidence, and commitment in the book. And so 
I have a lot of women who ring me and they say, I'm thinking about hiring a coach. I'm like, okay, what are you looking for? And like, I just want someone to, I just want some direction. And this was really curious to me because I'm like, you've started your own business and then you call a coach and you want direction. And what I realize as I unpick that is actually they're looking for clarity. They've mm-hmm. almost somewhere lost some kind of sense of clarity. And now they're like, I don't know where I'm going. I knew where I was going yeah. and then somehow along the line I lost it. I think sometimes we also listen to other people who aren't as well informed yeah. and then we lose <laughs> we lose it. Or we like have your auntie's cousin's friends. Yes. Or someone <laughs> who isn't running a business. And you think yes. I, I had a conversation the other day with one of my clients and she's like, my husband said blah, 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 blah. I'm like, does your husband run a million dollar business or is your husband, you know, oh no, he's a public servant. I'm like, okay, so what does he know? You know. No disrespect, yeah. but seriously, come no, on. No, exactly. No, I'm with you there. Like, you know, if you if you don't have that experience, like you don't have a lot of ground to speak to it. Right. So the first thing is, uh, you know, it's about clarity. And sometimes the clarity lends itself then to confidence. And confidence to me is about playing to your strengths and your natural abilities. And the more you play to those things, the more mm. of a snowball effect it has and the momentum kits in. But commitment has to be there for all those things to kind of be in play, right? You have to be committed to showing up consistently. You have mm-hmm. to be committed to being consistent on your socials. You have to be committed to showing up for your clients, even on the crappy days. Yep. You know, and I think if you have those three things, and it's a great that you've asked me that because I'm just about to um, record the book. Oh, and nice. I've been wondering how on earth am I going to explain my Venn diagrams and all that. <laughs> Images, two circles overlapped yeah, yeah. together. <laughs> That's right. So I think, and so I think when those three things are in play, then we see those results come out, but they almost have to be in play. And at the same time, we overlay mindset, motivation, and um, mojo, right? So yeah. there's almost an overlay. Yeah. I really love that. I, I love that you got the three C's. I love a bit of alliteration. And C's are nice letter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the clarity, confidence, and commitment. And you're so right as well. And I see it all the time, you know, in my own clients too. You know, once they start to get clear on what it is that they need, where they want to go, how to get there, they suddenly get this boost of like, oh, yeah, okay, now that I know and I've got that certainty, they get a little bit more confident. And that's a psychological thing as well. Brain hates uncertainty. It's Mm. just, it's too risky. It's too dangerous. And that commitment there, like, and you're so right, you know, overlaying that with the mindset. Because at the end of the day, you know, as coaches, we can give our clients all the strategy in the world, but if their mindset is wobbly, it's it's not going to happen. It's not going to stick. Yeah. Um, so that's oh, that's awesome. And then lastly, I wanted to hear about the 12 myths that you find limit a woman's growth. Tell yes. me about that. That sounds really interesting. Oh, my goodness. So as I was thinking about writing the book, um, and I'm not a writer, right? So for me to write a book, I had really had to glue my bum to the seat and <laughs> actually just write the words out. Uh, but I was thinking about what are the stories that us as women tell ourselves and what's actually the truth to those stories? And so the book is about the 12 myths we tell ourselves and actually what the flip side to what the truth is. There's a new iteration out, which will come out in our socials next year, which is about what are the habits? So we've got the myths and the truth. And then what are the habits that Mm -hmm. help us with the truth? So a myth might be, I don't have enough time. Well, Mm -hmm. really? Is it that you don't have enough time or is it that we're not prioritizing? Yeah. Or is it that we don't have enough time or we just are too in the weeds to actually step back and go, actually, what do I need? Um, and 
I hear that a lot from women. I don't have enough time. I've said it myself. You know, I've got three kids. It's busy. But does busy mean that we don't have enough time or are we just, I mean, everyone's wearing busy as the badge of honour at the moment, which sucks, right? It's not nice. (laughs) No. And I was talking to one of my clients the other day. I'm like, how about we change the word out busy with you're not a priority? And she's like, oh, I'm like, I know, but just try it. So instead of saying I'm too busy, say you're not a priority and see how that sounds. I love that. <laughs> She's whacking the, the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, so there's a, a whole stack of twelve. There's a whole stack of myths. I could have gone more, but I, you know, had to condense the book somehow to get it into a handbag. Yeah. And then there's things like I should be able to do this on my own. Well, mm. really, should you That's be able to do this on your own? It is a killer, especially in business, because in the first instance, you do all the things. You are all the things to all the people. Oh, yeah. And you start to realize, actually, I can't do it all on my own. So who am I surrounding myself with? And that's really what it was about. And so the myths and at the end of each chapter of the book is what am I going to keep doing? What am I going to stop doing? What am I going to start doing? Mm -hmm. And I have pictures on socials of people just pouring through the book with highlighted sections and post-it notes. And I'm like, oh, yay. I mean, I don't personally write in books because that's not my thing. But I do encourage everyone to do that because I think (laughs) it's really important to actually read a book and feel like there's some practical tips you can take from the book. Yeah. And so the 12 myths are really around what are the 12 things that seem to be women issues. Now, I'm not saying that guys don't have imposter syndrome and stuff. It just plays out differently. Yeah, absolutely. So, But this is really a book for female entrepreneurs. So Mm -hmm. um, hopefully I've done it justice and I get a lot of comments about I can just hear your voice in it, which I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. Take it as a compliment. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah. So we're, we're recording that next month and that will be fun. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's really cool. I'm looking forward to it. So it's coming out on Audible then? Yep. Nice. Well, I have to grab myself a copy because I'm a bit of an Audible lover myself. So that would be really, really good. Me too. I hope hope the recording goes well. Sure it will. I do love a paperback though. The the feeling of just having a book in your hands and just being able to flip through it is is also very nice. So awesome. And last question, Emma, what is one business lesson you think every woman in business should know? Oh, oh it, that's a simple one. Uh, who are you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. You know, who are those people who are kicking your butt, holding you accountable, being a cheerleader? Have you even thought about it? When I do an, <laughs> I do an exercise. So Janine Garner wrote this great book called It's Who You Know, and she talks about your board of directors. And I ask my um, groups, you know, who is who are you surrounding yourself with? Are they negative Nancys? Are they Debbie Downers? Or are they people that really um, support you and bolster you? And how often do you review it? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you're first starting out, having a group of people who are also starting out is quite handy. Mm. But as you move up in terms of revenue, there's different challenges, right? Yeah. So what you needed at a startup is not what you need at half a mil. And what you need at half a mil is not what you need at a mil. And so are you changing that up to as you level up, I suppose mm. is the question, and are you reviewing it? But I think having picking the right people to support you in business would be my number one thing. Perfect. I think that's awesome and really, really good advice. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Emma. You are most welcome. All righty. That is another episode of The Pricing on the Cake all wrapped up. Don't forget you can find more free resources at The Pricing on the Cake Facebook group or on the website, CourtneyDegan.com. Emma, if people want to reach out to you, how can they get in contact? 
Uh, you can stalk me on Instagram, Emma R. McQueen, or you can just find me at Emma McQueen on the web and Facebook and LinkedIn. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much again for coming on today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been really awesome. All right. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.